Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. This is a retraction episode. We had a little bit of quality issues. So I'm glad to have Carly Bell back so that we can talk to her again. And once again, I do apologize about the previous episode. It didn't turn out too well. Um, I'm going to blame that on Anchor and not on myself. So Carly Bell, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. So um, you have a book called Sally the Shoe. Yes, I do. I'm excited about it. Okay, and you hail from uh, West Virginia, just like myself. Uh, tell us about the area you're from. Well, I am from um, Madison in Boone County, and I was born in Charleston, West Virginia, And uh, but I've, I've lived in Boone County uh, up until I was 18 when I went to college. I left there and went to college, and uh, but yeah, so I'm a Boone County girl, and uh and then I went to school at the, well, I went one, one year of college in Alice Floyd College, Kentucky at my freshman year. And then I transferred to the University of Charleston uh, down here in Charleston, West Virginia. And I was there for undergraduate school. And then I went to grad school there and then I worked there. And so I was at UC for a long time. And I said, people thought I, I guess was never really graduated that they were like, bless her heart. She's been here for 10 years. And I'm like, I work here now. You know, like, I think people thought I was never going to graduate <laughs> because I was at UC for so long. But, um, but anyway, yeah, I went to school there and now I live in South Charleston and I work down in Boone County, um, okay. at, at Boone Memorial, Boone Memorial Hospital down there in Madison. Okay. And you work in PR down there, correct? Yep. I do the PR and marketing and event planning and, um, Okay, so, uh, just all kinds of different fundraising and stuff like that. Okay, so here's my, my first question because we'll, we'll make it organic like I do with anybody, but the first one is the one that starts everything off. Um, what inspired you to start writing? Well, you know, that's kind of the, it, the thing is I've been writing since I was little. I mean, since I was really young and uh I was at my farm. Uh, we have a farm out in Julian here in Boone County, and uh, I was going through some old boxes, and I found some journals and some uh, some of my schoolwork. And it was so seven, eight years old or so, and I had written poems, and um, and it, it's funny because most of them rhymed back then, and pretty much all of my children's books that I write as of now rhyme. It's really my favorite. My favorite thing is to write rhyming, you know, books and rhythm and, and stuff. So anyway, I, I found those those uh, things at my farm and I was like, oh my gosh. So I've been writing for years. I mean, everything from from songs to poetry to books, but really my passion's always been writing children's books. And then my mom, she's written a bunch of songs and she's she's really, really talented Um. And she, she wrote all kinds of songs. She kind of put that on hold to raise all of us, but, uh, but I swear they're so good. So she's been a real inspiration for me. And was there anybody else that, uh, was kind of like a guiding light in your life also that you want to tell anybody, tell us about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, over the years, I felt like I was meant to, to write, but I didn't feel like it was my timing. I think it was more God's timing and 
I think he's really guided me along the way. I think a lot of times we give up because it doesn't work in our time frame. And had I done that, I wouldn't be where I am now. I, I tried to do this 10, 15 years ago, and it was hard to navigate, like, you know, which publishers were, were legitimate, which illustrators were legit. Um, you know, you had to put, put a lot of your own money in uh, years ago when I was looking into this. So I feel like God's kind of led me along the path that, that I need to be on today and and realize that things don't always happen in our time and and then just to have faith that if it's meant to be it'll work out and I feel like now is my time and and this is when I'm supposed to be writing and and uh so yeah he's guided me along the way you know since I, I was young now let's take a quick moment for a word from our sponsor time, but I hadn't put anything out like publicly in a really long time and so I, I just decided to go ahead and put some stuff on Facebook and I had written um, just a couple of different books and and I put it out and this guy, his name's Tracy Adkins, we went to high school together and he, he sent me a message and he said, Carly Bell, he said, your work's really good. He said, I, this is what I do for a living now. And so I could not believe it. I said, you, you actually help books get published. He said, that's exactly what I do. He said, I'm going to help you out. He said, you know, we've been friends since high school. He said, God has blessed me. Now I want to pay it forward and bless somebody else who I feel deserves it. And he said, you've always been a good person. And he goes, I want to help you. And that's really another reason why I think it's a God thing. Because without Tracy, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And he just happened. I mean, I have a lot of friends on Facebook. And so the fact that he even saw it, I mean, I didn't even know we were friends at that moment. Because I'm thinking, oh gosh, I haven't seen his stuff in forever, you know, and so I just was totally blown away that he even saw it, first of all, and then when he messaged me and told me he could help navigate the process and figure out how to get illustrators and how to get it on Amazon and all those types of things, and so from there, I just, uh, doors just started opening, and and the process became a little bit easier to navigate with Tracy's help, and uh, so I, I once he said that he could help me I just I've already written so many I have about 10 or 15 ready to go now but you have oh, to wow. <laughs> you know, yeah and I can write I mean and it's I don't mean it to sound arrogant in any way but I, I can write them very quickly but the the turnaround process to then get them illustrated is really lengthy you know depending on how quickly your illustrator works and depending on how many other projects um, he or she has already yeah it can be a lengthy process and it took um sally the shoe which is my current book it took uh took up my illustrator a little bit longer than what uh, i had anticipated so around much faster than that but you have to have the funds to put into the illustrations initially and I did a, a crowdfunding uh, thing on Indiegogo, and I was able to raise enough money selling my first edition copies, pre-orders, and I, I made enough money there to cover all the illustrations and some of the marketing and the printing of the book. So I'm very thankful for that. So I've sold almost 500 and those are like the first edition copies and they're limited. So I only have 500, but they're signed first edition copies. And, um, but yeah, that's how I was able to raise the money to, to do my first book 
initially was by basically by selling the first edition copies that are a little bit more um, than like the ones on Amazon will be $14.99. And then the first edition copies that I'm selling now are $25 a piece. So, so, so if someone wants to get a first edition copy, how do they get that? Where do they go to get that first edition copy if you still have them available? Well, just go to my website. Everything's connected on there. Um, it's just carlybellbooks.com. It's K-A-R-L-I-E-B-E-L-L-E-books.com. So you can go there and there's a link to the first edition copies. And then once they're on Amazon, I'll have a link to those. And uh, they'll be, like I said, $14.99. So they're a little, little less expensive um, rather than the $25 first editions. But So since you have the process of doing, pub, publishing this book and adding uh, illustrators to it. Uh, how do you plan on continue doing this? And so my goal is to have two going at one time and and then my Sally the Shoe illustrator, uh, once I make a little bit more money on it, then he will start the second edition of Sally the Shoe because it's a series. So this first okay. one is, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a whole series of, of books. So. Now, when you say a series, how many books are we talking? I have no idea. I guess how many, however many my mind thinks <laughs> until, <laughs> until they start getting boring. You know, it's kind of like a, a series, you know, like The Walking Dead is like my favorite show right now. I mean, you know, after so long, you know, you can only do so much with, with 13 episodes. So I guess once my episodes start getting boring and I can't think of anything else to write, then the series will stop. But, um, but I, 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 I don't know, I would say at least five because my first one, you know, is Sally the Shoe, Helpful Souls, and it's S-O-L-E-S, Helpful Souls. And, and so it's all about shoes and helping others and community service and, and pulling the community together. And so each of those books is going to, like, teach a lesson. And um, so all of those will basically have some type of, of, you know, life lesson in it. But the next one's going to be maybe Soulmates, like S-O-L-E Mates, like, I don't know, two shoes getting two shoes getting together that you wouldn't normally think would fit. Uh, so, you know, I, I think there's, you can do a lot with shoes. Like I'm a big shoe fan. <laughs> and so it is so much fun to go on Google and search for different shoes because I mean, I, like I said, I'm a shoe lover. And so to take a cute shoe and send it to my illustrator and say, Oh, make this little shoe into a character. Like, you know, I have little boots and I have big tall leopard shoes and then I've got little tennis shoes and work shoes and loafers and flip-flops and and they're they're really cute little characters and my illustrator is amazing I mean he really is good he is um he's from Peru and we I'm getting my illustrators through a program called Fiverr it's um, F-I-V-E-R-R and it's an app on your phone or you can go um, of course on fiverr.com but you basically can find uh, all kinds of different things on there. You can find writers, illustrators, you can find editors, uh, you can find um, people who actually help edit and compose music. There's just all, basically just a bunch of super creative entrepreneurs who can be uh, contracted to do various projects. So I found Percy, his name's Percy, through Fiverr and it's just been a great experience, but it's the funniest thing because he and I have been talking back and forth for like, I mean, you know, two months now. Right. And 
well, actually longer than that now, but when, when we had been talking for just a few minutes, he, he wrote back to me one day and he, he wrote back in Spanish. And I thought, what in the world did he do that for? So I, I, wrote, I said, Percy, I, I don't speak Spanish. I don't know. I said, why did you send me that? And he said, oh, I forgot to use my translator program. I'm sorry. And so then it hit me and I said, you don't know English? And he said, no, I don't know any English. So I was cracking up because I'm thinking here, I have, you know, I've got this Boone County, West Virginia twang. And I'm like, he has understood. I'm so impressed with this guy. He's understood all of my y'alls and yeehaws and everything. (laughs) And I'm like, he actually, I mean, he did not mess up on anything he he was just it was pretty amazing that that you can you can actually do an entire book through really just messages I mean we we have never spoken on the phone which Lord if we did we wouldn't know what each other was saying anyway <laughs> wow so you were able to, so you you were able to have international help without like like you said without not ever speaking a lick of English or yeah. and, and, and go ahead I said, yeah, and I thought that was pretty cool that, you know, yeah, neither one of us could really communicate if we were sitting in front of each other, but yet we've written an entire book together. And that's crazy. And the thing is, is like I said, with his illustration we spoke about earlier, my son and um, my girlfriend, Stacy, even she looked at it. uh, She actually wants me to get a copy of your book from you um, because she has a uh, niece that will be born very soon. She's really excited about it. My son is really excited about it. And we talked earlier about where he's autistic. Um, the way that you uh, have your, 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 the language, the way that the artwork is done, you know, it's sensory. And, you know, when you're doing books and stuff like that, you really probably don't actually take that into consideration when you're writing. You're like, I'm writing it. I want to make it look a certain way. And I hope it reaches some people, but you never know that it reaches a lot of people full circle. So you have to be proud of that. No one, you know, with him being um, 12 years old, looking at a, a book like that, you know, that's probably aimed for anyone from three to, what would you say, nine? Yeah, I would say three to eight, three to nine, something three, like that. Three to nine. Yeah, so if you can, with you being able to reach a broader range like that, your book will go everywhere in the world. Um, so one thing I like to do on the show, um, I ask everybody a question. And this question is... Uh, What's, a, what's something about you or something or talent that nobody knows? <laughs> a talent. See, oh my gosh, that's a tough question. It's like when you ask what your talents are, period, I'm like, I don't know. But uh, let's see. I don't know. If I, most of my friends know. I mean, I'm an open book, so I tell about everything. So I don't know if anybody would hear this and say, oh, I already knew that. But um, a lot of people don't know that... Um, I know this is super goofy, but I really love to watch all of these like paranormal shows about ghosts and haunted houses. And like right now, no joke, in the background while we're doing this, I have on Osborne's Believe. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's about ghost stories and whether the Osborne's believe it. It's really a funny show. But I watch like all those paranormal shows, which is kind of funny. My friends make fun of me. But anyway, um, yeah, I called my friends the other day. I watched Paranormal 
almost caught on camera and I, I, I posted on my Facebook that I said, listen, I was like, 100% there's a Bigfoot. I was like, I know for a fact. I was like, there are definitely UFOs. I said, I said, and they were like, girl, you've lost your ever living mind. I said, well, you watch Paranormal Caught on Camera on the History Channel or Travel Channel. I said, and you would change your mind. So I've gotten all into that, which is kind of funny. Um, everyone knows that I'm a huge cheese fry. Like I'm totally addicted to cheese fries and Coca-Cola. That, that I even wrote that in my uh, bio of my children's book. And let's see, another thing is a lot of people don't know that one day I would like to um, chase a tornado. <laughs> like, like, so I like, really wouldn't want it. Like, like, do you want to be Helen Hunt or do you want to be Bill, Bill Paxton and Twister? Which one do you want to be in that one? I think I want to be Helen Hunt. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll get you on that one. So getting into this book real fast, this book, Sally, what is Sally going along in this book doing? You know, not to tell too much about the book, but what is Sally out here in the world doing in this first book? So um, Sally is, she has a big heart and it's actually written in um, dedication to my mom, Sally. And uh, so in the book, she and her friends, they're, you know, they're in grade school, elementary school, and they are just doing things that normal kids do, you know, jumping rope and playing and going to the park and, and all these things. And they run into Shu who, uh, he basically doesn't have a home. And so Sally decides that she wants to pull the community together and help out Harry, who is a homeless Shu. And so she basically puts everything into motion and grabs, you know, gets the community together and they basically give, give Harry the gift of a lifetime. And it's, uh, I think it has a good lesson behind it. And uh, she, she, it's basically the story to show that you shouldn't uh, judge others because you haven't walked in their shoes. So that's kind of the whole shoe concept. And, and that uh, one person like Sally can make a difference. Okay. So, it, yeah. And then there's diverse shoe characters just that so many diverse shoe characters came together and, and, uh, and so it, it's, it's, I think it has good meaning. And like I said, going forward, I think the shoes could be used in so many different ways to teach so many lessons. So um, I'm excited to see where we go with the next one. But, uh, but yeah, so, and, and the, the colors are really vibrant. Like you said, they're real vibrant. And uh, the illustrator just did such a good job. And, and, uh, and I'm real, real excited to, to see it out on Amazon within the next couple of weeks. That's going to be exciting. I know that's going to be very fun. So now dealing with writing and doing things like this, just like when I do podcasts, like like I said, the little episode we had with your first episode uh, sounded good in my ears, went some other way, then it got published and it was really bad. How do you, <laughs> how do you handle uh, like criticism? How do you handle that? Like, you know, you're writing a book, so you've got to send it to someone to actually read it and you've got to get honest opinions. You can't just get an opinion from your friend. Like, just like when I do these podcasts, like, you know, we went back and forth you heard it, I heard it, and then it wasn't what it was supposed to be, so we just removed it, and it wasn't a hard feeling or anything, we just knew we were going to take care of it later, but with a book, that's something that's finalized, you're going to have to take the opinion on to the next book, so how do you deal with that? Well, honestly, I, I again think it's the timing, so probably 10 years ago, I don't know if I would have handled the criticism quite as well as I 
will now because you know I was a little bit younger and I think uh, things really probably affected me a little bit more um and you know I am kind of a person who wears my heart on my sleeves and and you're probably not like I am I, I mean I take every single compliment criticism suggestion I take it all to heart and because you know this is my passion my love so if you get a positive review you're excited if you get a negative review I, I think it even affects you you know more because you want you obviously want everyone to like your book but here's what I realized as I've gotten older I realized that everybody's not going to like you everybody's not going to like your book everybody's not going to like your, your your style they're not going to understand your passion and you know what that's okay so I have realized that it's okay if you don't like it it's okay that if you have a different opinion because there's thousands of other people in this world that will like it that that you know and but with that said if someone gives me criticism if they do it in a in a very um what's the word constructive if, yes if they do it constructively and i feel like they're genuinely trying to help me and it's not just their opinion um then i absolutely think there's merit in their suggestions so i do take those to heart and i really do uh write down those suggestions i've changed a lot of my books because of that and um, because I, you know i do ask people who aren't my friends i've i've learned to do that like you said I, I think i'm getting so much support because so many people are just wonderful friends and family but i've asked you know reviewers out in the world and people from different countries recently and 90 percent have been well i'd say 95 percent so far have been very positive but there were a couple who were not positive and so at first it was very uh you know it, it was discouraging because i thought you know gosh I, this is my first book maybe maybe i'm on the wrong path maybe and you know you do start questioning should i go forward should i keep should I keep going? I mean, they don't like it. And I'm thinking that was two reviews out of hundreds, you know, that you're going to get and several that you've already gotten. And so you can't allow um, negativity to bring you down. You've got to keep going. You've got to keep pushing because, you know, like, I think it was you, you and I were talking one day about, um, oh gosh, Harry Potter, right? Were you not talking about that, that they, that they'd received so many no's? Yes, we did talk about that before yeah. it actually got published. Yes, we did. We did talk about that. And, and the one thing that I do want to talk, uh, step back in on that you said, and it's something that I followed that we talked about in the previous uh, podcast, was if you're going to give me criticism, it better have merit to it. Right. Because I, I can, I can uh, be objective, subjective to anything. But uh, like you said, with criticism... If it has something factual based to it, or if it's a, an opinion that's outside of my uh, demographic, it, it's definitely something I look into, like um, how I actually do these podcasts, for instance, like with uh, your book, you're um, West Virginia native, my show's West Virginia Uncommonplace, or, you know, I do push the envelope with things from West Virginia. Uh, later on down the road, I'll have the farmer's market on here, you know, and things like that. So um, I like that you're taking... The criticism, you're working with it. The criticism that doesn't matter, you're kind of just doing it like a ponytail and putting it behind you. Um, that That's a good attribute to get because, you know, like you said, even at my age, it took me, I'm 35 people, so it took me into my early 20s to get that. 
as a child, I didn't have that or as a teenager, but like you said, you've got that now. Um, now, next thing, let's talk about the social media. You have a lot of things going on. You were on Instagram, and I've noticed you're throwing up uh, things on IGTV, correct? Yeah, I've done, I've done a couple things. I haven't, I haven't started, you know, real big into Instagram and Facebook yet as far as my books go. I have a personal page that I've been doing a whole bunch of stuff on, but I am starting to do that. I wanted really to have the books in hand and on Amazon before I started doing too much, but I have done just enough to kind of, uh, I think, gauge people's interest and kind of entice people and get people excited about the books coming up. But um, I will be doing a lot, lot more on there. And uh, I even have this thing coming up called Woof Woof Reviews. And I have nine dogs. And yes, I did say nine, nine dogs. Nine dogs, wow. <laughs> That's another long story. Yeah. It wasn't on the bucket list to have nine dogs. But anyway, I love dogs. And I ended up with nine. I rescued one. And then she got pregnant. And then she had five. And then. I named them after all my dead family members. <laughs> so oh, wow. I was like, well, after I did that, I can't get rid of them now. You know what I mean? Like, after you name them after your dad and your uncle and your papa and your aunt. So it's like, well, I guess I'm keeping five extra dogs. I already had three, and then I rescued the one. So anyway, I have nine. I couldn't get rid of them. I fell in love with them. And so um, I'm going to do Woof Woof Reviews, where each of my dogs will review the books. And then I'm even thinking about reviewing other people's books, like other, and, you know, helping other authors out, just like myself. I know how hard it can be to get your, your books out there. There's millions of books. And so I think if I can find some creative ways to do that, and one will be the Woof Woof Reviews. And then I'm, I'm thinking about, you've kind of inspired me to, to maybe look into doing a podcast. And then I also want to do some things where, I invite kids to send in their ideas. They can send in book ideas, character ideas. Like in my Sally the Shoe, in the back of the book, there's an area where the kids can actually draw their own shoe character okay. and name their own shoe character. And then at the in the next book of the Sally the Shoe series, I'll list out those kids' names and and then I'll refer to whichever page or whichever character those kids created in the book. And so I'll give kids shout outs and, and different things throughout the book. So I really like getting ideas from people. So I'm so open to, you know, parents getting with their children or getting with their classrooms and saying, hey, let's let's send this new author some ideas for books. And you never know, I may very well end up using those and listing your name in the back of the book. So Okay, so you got a little bit going on there. Now, do you have anything going on like a book tour or anything um, else that the that the world should know about before this book comes out or a little bit afterwards? Are you doing a little signing tour somewhere? Are you going to set up at uh, any place locally and um, sign books or anything yes, like that? I'm working on that now. We're actually working on a schedule to go around, uh, you know, starting out just here in West Virginia, but taking several of the books to various bookstores uh, I guess mostly privately owned because it's a whole process to you know try to get into to, to books a million and places like that but I'm, I'm definitely looking into that type of thing later on okay. but yeah yeah so we're, we're, we're looking to go out and and that would be my friend Tracy and I would go out together the, the my book we call him the book shepherd the one that's helped me get all this finalized um but that is, yeah, that's coming up. And then I will have some book signings, but with, um, you know, the COVID pandemic, we're not sure when 
I'll do that or or any, so I'll do a lot of virtual stuff. I'll be reading parts of the book online. And then um, all of the first edition copies are signed. So if you order a first edition copy, I they come directly to me. They'll be here in about two weeks. And then I'll sign all of those and I'll actually be personally mailing the 500 first editions. And then the ones on Amazon, of course, Amazon sends those and they are not signed. But if you get one of those and then I do a book signing, of course, I would come out and sign it. But again, with COVID, we, we don't have anything set right now. But uh, just, you know, keep an eye on my website, which is the carlybellbooks.com. And I'll keep everything. I have an events page and I'll keep all the media and, and all of that coming events there. So you'll know what's going on. So. Okay. So you've got this pretty much mapped out. Um, so on to our last thing. Is, if you could uh, help me out. Uh, and I get this from everybody that's an artist um, and, and being a writer makes you an artist. Um, how would you tell someone to get started in, in this? Like, how would you tell someone to get started in, in, in the second part to this question? Because I wanted to be a tag along. Um, what would you, how would you tell them not to be discouraged? Because like you said, you took kind of a 10 year break, right? And then you got into it again. Yeah. Um. Well, let's start with how you get started, I guess. I wish I had, uh, I, I, I've been asked by a lot of people already, and I really wish I had a, a clear-cut uh, list of check boxes to tell you how to get started. I may do that later. Actually, uh, Tracy, the, the book shepherd guy, he was like, you should totally write a book about how to do a successful Indiegogo fundraiser and, and how to get started. But to be honest, um, of course, you have to have the, the vision and the passion. And I think for me, it was always, I, I have so many interests and and my mind is just all over the place. I think it's my, my ADHD. I'm all over the, I have all these ideas and, and very creative. So my mind was all over the place. And it was like, which idea do I want to do? What out of all these ideas I have, what is the one I want to tackle? And I, and I still was having trouble over the years narrowing that down because I was interested in so many things. And I think it just kept coming back over and over and over again. I, I, I kept going back to writing. I kept going back to reading children's books online and said, oh, that's a cute, you know, I don't even have children and I'm reading books in the bookstore. They're probably like, what is this woman doing? But anyway, so I love reading children's books and I love writing stories. So it just kept coming back and back and back. And so I knew that that was what God was calling me to do. So I really feel like it's my calling to write. And I did put it on hold a while. And although I'm a little disappointed in myself for doing that, I do feel like that was how it was supposed to work out. So if you have a calling or you feel like you're supposed to be doing something, I'm not telling you to go out and quit your job tomorrow because obviously I still have a job as a PR and marketing director at a hospital, you know, in Boone Memorial, which I love. But, um, but I, yeah, I mean, if, if you keep feeling that passion, keep with it. Do not, do not stop. And if something happens and you have to take a break because maybe you have children or maybe you have some type of health issue or maybe you don't have time, I, whatever your reason is, you can come back to it. Don't ever think you're too old. Don't ever think your time has passed. Uh, have the, the motivation and desire. And that is your first step to make sure you have to have the passion, the drive and the the I guess the the ability to be able to look past a lot of the criticisms because that probably would have been my hold up 10 years ago 
as soon as a few people told me it was horrible or they didn't like, I would have been discouraged. You know, that would have bothered me. Now it doesn't bother me as much. And I take those, I thank people for them, even if they're super negative. Um, the two that I got that were negative, I thank them. I said, I appreciate you. And uh, I'll take, you know, some, all criticism has some form of merit and I'll take it and use it for my next book. Appreciate you. So um, that's pretty much what I did. And then I just moved on. But uh, yeah, so that's, a, and then if you want to write a book, um, there's so much online with how to write a book, but you want to make sure that you, you get the perfect illustrator. And I would recommend going on fiverr.com with, you know, cause the illustrations mean so much to your story. A good story is just a story without good illustrations and good illustrations are just good illustrations without a good story. So you really need both. So, um, so I would recommend going on Fiverr and looking and then um, as far as the, the rest of the process, it's kind of, that would be kind of something that would take a while to go into, but, but I, you know, I could do that later and maybe I will do that. I'm a book, some step-by-step guides on how to do that and, and, and how to get your book going. Cause it's, it's a little bit of a process, but it's definitely doable. I self-published and um, so as of right now, I don't have like a big publisher um, and, and that can come later, but as of right now, I, I just, I want to self-publish initially. And then if, if something opens up later, uh, then, then I would, I would consider, you know, using an actual publisher, but. Okay. Uh, that's, that's, that's commendable um, on that part with the publishing. But one thing that uh, you did say, um, doing these steps to help authors, you could turn that into a, a YouTube series. Yeah, maybe I could. I I probably have to get Tracy on there with me because I, I wish I could say I know what I'm doing, but like <laughs> I'm still learning something new every day. And without the help from Tracy, it is very hard still to navigate like which publishers should you go with and how do you get it on Amazon and uh how do you make sure that the size dimensions you're sending your illustrator are going to be the exact same size dimension needed for your uh for your printing company like it's just all kind of, i mean i've seen people horror stories where people like i did an entire book and the sizing was completely wrong and we weren't able to use it and it was just like a horrible i was like oh my god i hope that doesn't happen so luckily tracy knew um you know how to how to communicate with the illustrators and I will say on fiverr.com most of the illustrators there have done complete books and so I really like using them because if I say I want my book to be an eight by ten they pretty much know the dimensions and the the resolution dpi all that stuff that it needs to be they they know which formats to send it in um and and all that stuff so they're pretty skilled in that already, but uh, yeah, it is a process. I think that'd be a good idea though, to do something on, on uh, YouTube with Tracy to teach people. Cause I keep getting asked and it's really hard for me to teach somebody because I'm still in the learning phase myself, you know? <laughs> so. Okay. So it sounds like to me that you and Tracy need to get together, put together a, a 10 web series set uh, as a tutorial to help guide people in writing books Sounds like it, it would be a win-win situation for both of you. And I love Carly, that. And, and Carly Bell, once again, I would, would love to thank you so much for coming back on to West Virginia Commonplace after we had that error. 
um, in the near future, maybe in a month or so, if you were free, uh, you have to let me know about your schedule. We would like to have you back on to know about yourselves, know about how the how the first month's gone once that book's out. Um, what what's it like to have that book finally completely out on all formats? I would love to. That would be awesome, and I hope I have uh, a lot of sales. <laughs> okay, and we hope you do too. West Virginia Uncommonplace would like to thank you once again. And we're going to sign off, okay? All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.